Hey, before we get started, folks, I, I got a personal shout out to somebody dear to my heart. Uh, one of the best guys I know, uh, family's personal friends of mine. Uh, but this is a kid. I still call him a kid. He's not a kid anymore. But I, I, I worked for his his mom for four years in high school. Practically babysitted him, and then I taught him in high school uh, in class at Tupelo High, and then kind of have seen after him a little bit as he's gone to Mississippi State. But my good good buddy Spencer Kirkpatrick was just named homecoming king at Mississippi State. For those of you that don't know Spencer, he is um, he's a special needs child. But he is one of the most dynamic human beings I've ever been around. He has a smile on your face. There's he is a there's no disability in the world, but a bad attitude type of guy. And I'm telling you, he has never had a bad day. And when when I had bad days, he made them better. I could not be happier for him. Mississippi State, absolute shout out to you for not picking this guy for other reasons, but picking the right guy to represent you as your homecoming king. And I will be there to see it. I think for some reason State picked LSU for homecoming, but that'll be the highlight of that day. So shout out, Spencer. Uh, Kevin, Joanna, y'all have raised a great couple of kids. Uh, I hope to see you there. High school football action in Northeast Mississippi. I'm Mac Holland, and I'm alongside my good friend Brian Baldwin. How's here. it going, Mac? And this is the collaboration Miss Ninety Eight Scores Happening Pod Preview Show That's for right. Week the, Eight, the Ten Ten Edition, the Ten for Ten. That's right. Speaking of the Ten for Ten, we got ten big games to highlight this week. Yes, and it's it's you know Brian, we've talked about this, and I won't waste a lot of time on it. But uh, it's a nitty-gritty of division play, and the games we're going to talk about are going to decide some spots later down in the road. Yeah, so. the, the cool thing about these, these, these matchups is, like you said, decide spots. Some are, are deciding who is going to win that division, and some are deciding who's going to be the four already. Or you the know, five. I mean, somebody's getting, at home. some people are getting eliminated yes. this Friday, which is sucks to be you, I guess. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let, me, let me start with two. We've got two games of the week that we both feel like are going to decide the division in each division. Yeah, I'll go ahead and say this, uh, folks who are going to hear the preview. Uh, some games were already scheduled on Thursday this week. Some coach getting a little bit ahead of the curve. Want to do some scouting. But due to inclement weather, most of the Friday slate is moved until tonight, Thursday. Yes. So, Have you uh, ever used inclement except for talking about weather? No. Me neither. No. I just always think about that. That's true. Anyway, yeah. that was a, that's a podcast question. <laughs> sure. Other times I would use inclement. <laughs> Never. Weather. <laughs> Never, for, but for weather. When would I use algebra? Never. Never. Pythagorean theorem. So, Never. trivia question last night at my trivia thing. We'll talk about that in the real pod. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, let's jump right into it. Jump First on in. game of the week. Um, Biggersville at Baldwin. Man. Now, this is interesting, Brian, because we've talked enough about Baldwin, I think, that we know that they're battle-tested. They played up classifications. They do it every year. And now it's time to find out, are they going to be a real, real threat in 1A? Absolutely. You know, this reminds me of a, like, a, to use a boxing analogy or maybe a UFC thing, uh, smallest weight class, but pound for pound, the biggest game of the week. That's a great call. Yeah, you're That's welcome. a really, really good call. Yeah. Um, what we know about Baldwin, 
Maddox Ritchie at quarterback has really kind of come into his own. Uh, obviously, we you know we talked about it. They've taken some lumps earlier in the year, uh, but they've hit their stride. We predicted it. It wasn't rocket science. We knew that they were going to be tested when it came time to to win division games. Um, this game is at home for them. And now Biggersville. Here's the thing for me. This is this is where I want your kind of take on this. Biggersville was in that Doomsday 1A division last year. So it's not like Biggersville hasn't played in big 1A games. They just only have one in their division schedule this year, and it just mm-hmm. so happens to be a team they haven't played. But knowing where these two teams are, roughly 20 miles apart, yep. there's not going to be any love lost in this game. They, they've they probably played 100 times in their team's histories, have probably been division rivals before. Uh, you know, Biggersville led by Quentin Knight. He's what's left of the Qs from last year, having a big season. And, of course, they've got uh, uh, Mr. Goldman at, at running back. And he's kind of – he was the third wheel last year behind Quay and, you know, the so – He sounds like a Jewish henchman, by the way, <laughs> Mr. Goldman. It's <laughs> a good movie <laughs> that we haven't produced yet. <laughs> the Jewish henchman, anyway. But, no, uh, it, man, it's – I expect a slugfest, man. I expect a shootout if the field's dry – both teams going to wing it around. Both teams going to get guys in space. Uh, and, I mean, I, I think we'd be silly if we said this game did not decide that division. Yeah, absolutely. I think the game's going to be played in the 30s. I do, too. And the cool thing about uh, going to the game of Baldwin, oh, it's yeah. always a really good atmosphere. Yes. But on a Friday night in the fall, there's other things to take your attention away. That's why I think being on a Thursday – it's going to be off the charts. So it is the only ticket in uh, town. That's what I'm, it's going to be off the charts. Shut the uh, pizza factory down. For sure. You you better get there t- sometime in the morning if you want to get a smokestack. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, but my thinking on it, um, we've mentioned it before. No team uh, traditionally is as tough like you know, as, and as gritty as the kids from Biggersville. They, they're different. You know what I mean? And the only thing that separates Ballin and Biggersville is what, Ryanzi? Is that right? Pratt's and Friendship. Pratt's Friendship. Yeah. So uh, – yeah, yeah, Johnson's gas station or Benjamin's gas station, whatever it is. But uh, man, it's going to be a good game. The number, I think, the numbers probably favor Baldwin. I think so too. The numbers favor Baldwin. Uh, but man, the intangibles, uh, the, the the toughness, like I said, the uh, the rivalry that's probably longstanding been there between these two communities. It's going to be a good one. I don't even There's care to game. venture a prediction. I just know it's. No. it's, it's I really think it's going to be the best game of the week. This this is a this is a Pac-12 after dark shootout. Absolutely, it's coming Absolutely. Thursday night. You Absolutely. can just you can bank on it. Make sure you get there early, Baldwin folks. Absolutely, because Biggerville's going to travel well. They're going to sit on your side. Mm-hmm. They're going to tailgate <laughs> in your parking lot. But our second game of the week, and this is our only installment so far this year, where we had two games of the week, in another game we feel like is going to decide that division, the Urchins. From East Union at Walnut. Hashtag things I would have never thought I would hear in the year 2001. We got a big football matchup between East <laughs> Union and Walnut. Hardwood, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Union County versus, yeah, yeah. versus Tim County. Henderson out there dribbling it around for East Union. I'm down. But, <laughs> but no, um, this game, too, easily could say that this game right here is going to be. Probably a mirror image of Biggersville and Baldwin. Both yeah. of these teams are absolutely lighting up the scoreboards. One thing that East Union is doing that Walnut necessarily is not is spreading the ball around to several people. Uh, Coach Kevin Walton, his son Ty is the quarterback. You sling that thing. And they have got guys on the outside. Uh, Colton Plunk, I can't think of the other kid's name, but they've got two or three guys right. on the outside that are 6'1", 6'2", 6'3". Really good-looking athletes in which Blue is Springs. Which is something that you just do not typically have into a football. Yeah. And they're going to they're going to play to their strengths. Now, what 
East Union doesn't have that Walnut has is two rock stars, maybe the two best players in the division on the same side of the football. Uh, T.J. Llewellyn and T.J. Collin, the transfer from Faulkner. From Faulkner, yeah. These two kids are putting up video game numbers. Now, the schedule so far for both teams, I would say, is about equal. I know East Union took a pretty good lick. They've lost one. They've lost one, and Walnut has lost one. And both of them were to teams that are traditionally better than them or in a higher classification. East Union actually won this division last year, beat Baldwin. Baldwin was it was injured down the stretch, and they, truth be told, just had a little bit better team. Walnut has strung off, I think it's eight straight playoff seasons, another really, really good game on tap. Man, it's going to be awesome. Um, like you said, not really contrasting styles because both teams like to put – they get the ball out in space. They like, they're going to put points on the board. They just do it a little bit different ways. Um, the cool thing about East Union, I always like when a coach has his son – Playing quarterback, you can't be, and because he's an extension of the coaching staff. He hears things at the kitchen table, and he he it spreads throughout the team. The team becomes smarter with their football IQ because the coach's kid is you know taking the snaps. And I've got to speak to this too, because Brian and I, you and I, got spoiled when we were at Pontotoc, and not one but two coaches' sons yeah. were quarterbacks in the same family. We watched it for five years. When the coach's kid plays, so cool. when the coach's kid plays quarterback or point guard, it's just different. It, it, and you could tell and, Cedric Bremmett Shannon. What? That, absolutely. That same situation. Yep, yep. With CJ. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, Cedric yeah, and CJ. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know, the thing about it is um, they're able to get their scheme implemented better because the quarterback is the coach's son. Like, he's able to talk to guys and relate yeah. to them. You know, man, I look for it to be shootout city. Yes. Um, usually in a situation like this, in smaller uh, classifications, the team with the best player wins. Agree. I think Walnut might have the best player. I agree. You know, maybe the best two. Maybe the best two. But East Union might have the next best six. Exactly. You know what I mean? So going to be really interesting. Yeah, yeah it's going to be a it good game. It makes you think that for East Union, defensively on that side of the ball, they're going to say, all right, we're going to spy these two kids and make you beat us with somewhere, somebody else. And I think if you're Walnut defensively, you say, all right, we're going to jam at the line. We're going to make you throw it over the top of us or actually use your running game. Yep. Last team to score wins. Last team has the ball wins. I That's like what I mean. That. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, Last team to score wins. <laughs> I got, I got two of idea. these, and I, I got to mention it just because we were talking about this. And this may yeah. be a podcast question, but we're on the, we're on the, the, the scoreboard show. Right, so. yeah. Um, best high school coach and son at quarterback outside of what we saw at Pontotoc with Jeff and Jacob and Justin Carter. Me for all time? Yeah. I think you and I are probably going to be on the same page if you're thinking this long enough. Well, I, well, mine would have been outside the area, actually. Oh. It would have been from my youth. I've been okay. a little travel with my dad, you know, being in a bunch of different schools. Yeah. It would be SBC. It would be Butch Vesey and Bernie Vesey. Okay. But SBC, if they won a state championship that year, Butch, uh, and Bernie was the quarterback who went to Tennessee. He was Peyton's backup, played wide receiver. Wow. So that would be mine. That's good. But, but also, I'm a big fan of Carter and Carter. Oh, dude. I mean, the I mean, yeah. That I mean, was the, so the old, I, I, I prefer the older Carter just because <laughs> he, he struggled in the six and five year. Yeah. <laughs> he earned his lumps. No doubt. But, uh, but it was good. Who about you? Bobby Hall, Will Hall. Okay. Does See, it get better? That, that was gonna Does be, it get better? That was going to be my second, and the only reason I didn't say that one because it was the first one that came to my head, and I knew you, you were knew saying it. it. You knew it. <laughs> Honorable mention. Will's the best quarterback I've ever seen outside of Romero in this area. No, no I doubt. mean, I mean, like, and they used to play against. And each they used to play against each other. Yeah, that game decided the division every year. It's <laughs> yeah. that week, folks. Yeah, yeah. Honorable mention. Charlie and Baylor Dampier. Those are good ones, yeah. Current offensive yeah. coordinator they were, he in was, And he was at South Tillo when that happened, right? That's right. That's right. Really, really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But anyway, two good games of the week. We do have the disclaimer. Brian and I will not be having a Fish House Friday. We won't. We won't. We will be at the weather, Thursday games. Yeah. It doesn't work out for us with our schedules. But I can tell you this, folks, and it will come either on the scoreboard preview show or the podcast. 
We are going to eat at uh, Agnew's in Pratt's, fantastic little steakhouse in the middle of nowhere up there for the Baldwin one. And then we're going to eat at Chapman's in Walmart. Shout out to good friend Colt. Colt Chapman. (laughs) He said if we mention his name, they'll give us the best seat in the house. I want onion rings instead. They will. They'll do that too. (laughs) Anyway, that's going to be a fun time. But anyway, I want to move on to some more of these games of the week. Um, Another good one uh, right here, and this is – I really feel like we're both going to be on the same page about who's going to win this one. Choctaw County at Houston. Yeah. Houston has had – Bouncing back this they've week. They've played Bama, Auburn, and LSU in back-to-back-to-back weeks. Uh, without, I, without all their complement of players. Not at full strength. Yeah. Uh, Choctaw County, well-coached team, really good club. School hadn't been around long. Uh, I know Ben Ashley left to go to Lafayette to be the d- defensive coordinator. Still a very, very strong Still team. Still always got good athletes. Athletes are off the off the charts. I like Houston in this game. I like Houston. A uh, little banged up still. Calvin McMillan uh, got had an issue last week. Yeah, maybe passed yeah. out. Maybe uh, ambulance. Well, yeah. I don't even. I never really heard the final verdict. Maybe it was like an exhaustion or it, a well, blood yeah. sugar issue. Yeah. You know, kids don't eat right these days. No. Too many Mountain Dews and flaming hot Cheetos spicy for sure. Nug. Spicy, yeah, spicy nuggets. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but uh, I think Houston bounces back. They're kind of getting things figured out. And you know, through the rumor mill, um, I may have heard through people that kind of hang out at the gas stations in Houston and Chickasaw County. They may have been getting some folks well uh, the past few weeks yeah. and maybe not going out there like they probably well, – And, you know, know it kind of speaks to, you know, the game against Knoxville. I think once you see that, you you know, you're probably not going to win that one, you say, all right, let's just rest them. Yeah, let's, let's rest them. We can win the rest of these, get a two seed, see them again when we're healthy. Rest to win the rest. But, yeah, I like Houston there. Great call there. Under Most underrated game in the area this weekend. I know we have t- several friends involved with this game and coaches and people covering it. North Pontotoc at New Albany. Big game. This is probably, just based on the team we're going to talk about in the next game, this is probably going to decide the two seed right. in that division because uh, Corinth is obviously the front runner in that. They th- we think that we feel like they're a 4A contender, but this one is probably going to decide the two seed in 1-4A. And as close as they are in proximity, this is not a rivalry. I hate to say that. Uh, yeah. it, it, they haven't played. They haven't played. Uh, it, it is going to grow into one. No mm-hmm. doubt. But for the for the longest time, the North Pontotoc football program, when when they were in the similar classifications, yes. weren't up to the same level as New right. Albany. Then New Albany moved up, and that that uh, those games kind of kind of ended. You know, maybe weren't as competitive for a little while. And but, it really speaks to the volumes that Brian Sutton and Andy Crotlove have done over the past fifteen years. Absolutely, they, getting North Pontotoc into a competitive. Yeah, program. they've got they've got it. I mean, it they are a uh, a player. In 4A, even though they There's just no got doubt. there. And uh, my, uh, if this game is played in the teens, I like North. Uh, you know, it's interesting you say that because really two contrasting styles mm-hmm. here. North wants to grind you out, play good defense, hold that the possession of the clock, uh, rely on T.J. Polk to make plays, uh, and, and beat you in, in one of those grinded out, muddy games. New Albany, they want to light it up. How mummy? I mean, Cody Stubblefield. <laughs> Cody and Colin Stubblefield. <laughs> Could you imagine those conversations? Man, that's a tag team. Those two guys meet, meet in the squared circle. <laughs> and then, if I'm not mistaken here, Cody played at North Pontotoc, right? Yeah, Cody was a he was an offensive so, lineman at North. Kind yeah. of an interesting, you know, he's never coached against his alma mater. So. He played on the first few teams that were the resurgence of the early 2000s. The yeah, teams with uh, McHero, Marty Warren, Shout and then uh, Pat, Davis, Pat Davis. Uh, and yeah, Pat. Yeah, yeah God, Marty, Marty and Pat. No, that was, that was McHero and Reed and yeah. Eric Walls. Ryan and Moody. Wo- no, Moody's before that. 
<laughs> Moody's teams were no good. Uh, Will Ruff, who's going to be covering the game for the progress, was a, a really good linebacker yeah. and center on those teams. Good so, man. Yeah, he's a good dude. But, no, this this is going to be a good game. And, and I think it's the, whichever style wins mm-hmm. out is going to yeah. win this yeah. game. Weather might be a factor in this one. If it's if it's mm-hmm. nasty, I think you got to favor North a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. If it's dry enough to where New Albany can wing it, you see a game in the 30s, 40, 40s, and it's at New Albany, I think you got to favor New Albany. But – Maybe more interested to see the final of that game than I am any on the for schedule. Sure, for sure. Go to uh, go to Taylor's or Ecru Fish and Steak on your way up there. Yeah, somewhere. Taylor's There's man, that's our jam. Warehouse in New Orleans. Oh man, yeah. we're getting way. We're gonna get way and too. And too if you're feeling really frisky and you don't necessarily want to go to a fish house, there's another fine establishment in the area that's also family owned, El Agave. They have fantastic oh. guac and they have a really good two for one deal. And it's the only Mexican restaurant I can think of that actually gives you tortillas no matter what you get. No matter what you get. (laughs) You get tacos and they're going to give you extra tortillas. Top-notch Chili Colorado there. Moving on. (laughs) Get me hungry. (laughs) So So um, hungry thinking about that. In a game that could have easily been our game of the week right here. A serious, serious 3A contender in the north and a serious, serious 4A contender in the north. Noxabee County at Corinth. Now, this is cool because... You know, they have the small division. In this time of year. So, yeah. normally, you're not playing non-division games at this point. The two coaching staffs got together, and we talked about this a little bit early, earlier on. Let's play somebody that probably can beat us. You know, instead of, you know, we could schedule something out, get some guys healthy. No, let's do this. Let's test ourselves. That Knoxville County defense, it's going to be incredible. That's what they hang their hat on. They've hung their hat on that for forever. They score enough to beat you, but you can't score on them. Corinth, on the other hand, they <laughs> they get in that flex, and it will lull you to sleep. But if you fall asleep, they're going to bust a big one. On you just you. talked about any more basketball. That's exactly. You got in a flex, <laughs> lull me to sleep. <laughs> Same Norris Ashley concept, except for on the gridiron. Yeah, for sure. But it no, works. Just I mean, it, it works. works. It and works. you know, it's so unpopular. But you see so many teams in the state that have moved to the wing tee, mm-hmm. and you look at them: Poplarble, Picayune, you know. Corinth. These are teams that are top ten teams in the state, and they're it's it's there's I don't know that it's a movement, but it's enough to make people go, well, man, it's working for them. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing too: you can evenly distribute the ball amongst more athletes. Who's 100%. playing quarterback is not necessarily as big a deal. If quarterback gets hurt, just put another athlete back there because you don't have to throw you it a lot. To throw but a now, lot. in year four, just need of somebody Todd to read Lowry, that. They have opened it up enough that DT Sheffield is able to call his number at right. the line, and if he sees a mismatch mm-hmm. on the outside, he can fake the trap yep. and chunk it over the top to one of them five foot nine, four five kids that they seem to have abundance of. Interesting thing this Friday night. We all play on the basketball team. Every one of them. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be a interesting thing this week because this may be the only team on Corinth's regular season schedule who's got athletes to match skill position players on the defensive side of the ball right. in Knoxville. Yeah. Brian, I have no score prediction on this one. Because it's kind of like North Pontotoc and New Albany. I think if you're playing a, a shootout, it favors Corinth. I think if you're playing a grind it out, which Corinth can do, can. I'll be. But their defense has got to be able to stop Knoxville. I think it favors Knoxville. So. I'll just, I, the only prediction I'm going to make is if Corinth is winning any time. They're going to win. <laughs> if they're winning any time, I was going to say after halftime. Like, if the, if the second half starts and Corinth is winning with the ball, yeah. it, I think it's over. Like, I mean, because – The it, only time I can think of twice in the past three Tupelo, years Tupelo. that's happened to them, Tupelo this year, Tupelo last mm-hmm. year, and then Greenwood in the playoffs right. last year. I went yeah. and watched I, it. So I, I really – I keep when saying – When they get the lead, 
it's so difficult. I to keep get saying back they've learned from those, and every week they, they well, send and a little a, bit lesser opponent. Mm-hmm, you know, it's yeah. not Tupelo, it's not Olive Branch, it's not Greenwood. Right. This is a this this is going to be a chink in the armor of whichever team wins this yeah. game. In uh, an interesting game here, and this is you know we hadn't talked about this enough because we talked about two seeds, one seeds. In a game that is probably going to decide who stays at home and who goes to the playoffs as a four seed, Ripley at Tish County. Mm. Now, I want to say that Ripley is probably a little bit vulnerable here. Kendall Simmons is not walking he through that door. He is not. Vashawn Pearson is also not walking There is the a door. laundry list of players <laughs> we could say that are not walking through that door. But I couldn't think of any from Tish, so no offense. I think uh, – I think that uh, Jamal Brooks is the best player on the field. Yes. May quite very well be the most underrated player in the area because he's playing on a one-and-five team, but he's still putting up good numbers. I think Tish has a tough time. He's the best player on a subpar team for sure. Oh, no question. Him and Hobson as of this time. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But Pontotoc's kind of changing. But back to this game, I like Ripley. Yeah, I, I do too. And, you know, I said they're vulnerable because I hope that they've learned from the Saltilla loss. That started a string of losses that I guess they really weren't expecting to lose all the games that they did. Uh, have been very competitive in a lot of these games. Lost to Water Valley by one. Lost to Boonville by one. Um, you know, they're not they're not just completely out of these games. They could easily be four and two yeah. right now instead of one and five. But I think they're too much for Tish. Uh, I hope that Tish can make it competitive, and they will. I mean, They'll show they, up ready to they, play. They've been uh, better the past few weeks. Oh, they have. They they, have the scores have been closer, and they're going to play hard this game because they know this is probably their last and chance is, to get a win. And this has been a division game for quite a while for them. For the past Forever. few years, they've both been for it together. So, mm. yeah, they 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 know what's happening in this game. Yes. But I still like I still like Ripley. But like you said, the score will be pretty close. It'll be competitive at least yeah. for three quarters. Uh, in another game that could probably decide the division, definitely will affect playoff seating. The Shannon Red Raiders at the Itawamba AHS Indians. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to say this. If this game were played at Shannon, then I don't know that I would have much prediction. Right. Coin flip. And I'm going to say that because I think to this point, Shannon has played a considerably tougher schedule. They will be most certainly ready to play this game. But in the end, I think it's the same story, different verse, too much Ike Chandler. Too much day-day sister on, you know, and I, 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 I would love to say that Sh- Shannon needs to get on the board early. Brian and I watched them last Friday night against Caledonia. Slow start, that can't happen this week. Right. But if they can get up a touchdown, maybe get a three and out, or get them all get get a wamba off the field early, this could be a ball game. This yeah. could be something to watch. Yeah. This game, the past three or four years, has been in the fifties with the last team to get the ball. So don't be shocked when you see this final score. Yeah, um, we stood field level, you know, last last week at Shannon. They have some good-looking athletes. Oh, uh, They got 20, uh, number 22, 21, and 17 to 15 who look like <laughs> The SEC team players. numbers? Uh, yeah. You don't want to meet those guys in a dark place. And they got a really good-looking athlete, uh, Daryl Carter Jr. <laughs> yeah. He's a good-looking athlete. You will hear his name he's, uh, They say he's a sophomore. He's a sophomore. He's a sophomore. And it's in his blood. Yeah, it is. Because his daddy could play. And he, this one, this young man looks no different. Um the thing about this game, I think Itawamba is a little bit more balanced uh, from sideline to sideline on offense. Uh, we watched Shannon. Throwing the football is not their strength it's right not. now. It's not. That Jordan Gillian has graduated. Four-year starter at quarterback. Tough yeah. to replace. This year it's not their strength. So I really think that if Itawamba is able to make them one-dimensional, uh, let me rephrase that, make them one-dimensional, and what I mean by that is make them have to throw the ball any. At all. At all. 
uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a, a pretty good game plan for them going forward. I still like Shannon to be able to impose their will at times. I mean that they have that's a good what set. They yeah, do. that's what they do. And you know, we saw a little bit of that Friday night. You know, one thing they did have some success passing through the air. Now, obviously, Itawamba is going to have better athletes on defense than Caledonia did, but the tunnel screens, the quick hitters, we saw a couple right mm-hmm. in front of our face. Yeah. You get a Shannon athlete in space. There's no telling how far he can go. Yeah, I mean they can take it to the house in a hurry. Any play, any, any a lot, play a lot of plays in football are designed to go maybe three or four yards in a cloud of dust. Maybe to set up something else. Nope. Anytime Shannon touches the ball, that play is designed to go, go to the, the end house, zone. put it in the paint. <laughs> yes. So, absolutely. but anyway, it's going to be a good game for sure. No doubt, no doubt. Um, in a game that is so so dear to our hearts, in a game that's probably going to be a little lopsided, we've got. But it's <laughs> don't do it to me, man. It's it, hey. It is a new rivalry. It's fresh. South Pontotoc at Pontotoc on a Thursday night in be, October. Be still my heart. Spooky season. So let me tell you about this. <laughs> uh, they used to play a lot. Uh, I think they played back in the 80s, and they played in the early 90s, very early 90s. Uh, there was Competitive games. Competitive games. Uh, you know, and then South Pontotoc had a really good football player uh, by the name of Wesley Walls. If you haven't heard, if of you him. haven't heard of him, and Wesley Walls, Carolina trans- Panthers Hall of Famer Wesley Wesley Walls, Walls transferred to Pontotoc, and after that, the series kind of dried up for a while. Well, South Pontotoc, Kevin Rogers is not walking. Yeah, through he that ain't door. walking through that door. Uh, well, anyway, the the uh, the, the series kind of got renewed when both teams became three A in the late nineties, yeah. and I was there in school when that happened. For the first few years, we and we South Pontotoc got thumped. Ron Winter scored more touchdowns, and Van Camp's got pork and beans. Uh, there's a great picture of, man, the late Deidre Clark, who was an amazing player. Unbelievable. Absolutely player. steamrolling one of my high school friends in the back of the end zone scoring a touchdown. I mean, they were all they were so good. Um, and then South had been in 3A for about a decade, yeah. and the tide turned a little bit. I think South won a couple in a row there. Yeah. You know, they L.D. Gillespie L.D. Gillespie, Stephen Kazi yes. years. Like they had some good teams. But anyway, the game's going to – the game, like you said, will probably be lopsided, and it'll be – Pontotoc could be winless, but as long as they throw two athletes out there on the outside and they can block for a half second, they're going to be okay in and this game. Got but I think it's going to be an awesome time, man. I do too. People are like people that are friends. People friends. That go to church together, work man, together. I mean, like for instance, like Greg Brown, his daughter and them graduated from Pontotoc, but he went to South, and he's kin to people on both sides. And Brian, least I remind you, the last two th- t- t- the last time these two teams tied up, Jamboree, twenty thirteen fall. South won six to nothing. They did. They did. I mean, you know, and with a with a lesser team. And there have been teams back of you know, Morphus transferred back and forth a couple times, you know. So I mean there's always Gabe Harmon was a South guy, moved uh-huh. to South. So I mean moved to Pontotoc. So it's it's gonna be a fun game. And uh, don't yeah. worry about the score. Just go no. eat, go eat at Algoma uh, the seafood junction, go eat at the fish house. Any of our starred on Google Maps restaurants in Pontotoc County, you yeah, better have your yeah. butt there. And then and then just go have a good time, man. And, and, and enjoy enjoy the enjoy the game. One more thing on this game and I need to mention. Pontotoc will know that they have played South. South is going to hit harder this game than they've hit all year. This will be – the score might not show it, but South Pontotoc is going to play their best game of the year. I, th- I think they, they'll absolutely be, They'll right. be more prepared. Coach Cook will have them prepared. Yep. There will be nothing that Pontotoc does that they haven't talked seen, about, seen, or whatever. Film, you name it. They might get out-athleted this year. With Caleb, I think Caleb Hobson has a big game. Yeah, they will. I, really, really big game. Yeah, he, he had a big game last week. But I, I like Pontotoc, but I really just like the fact that they're playing. Even so, though it's a division too. game, it's, it's long overdue. Long overdue. Absolutely. Uh, an- another couple more real quick ones. Uh, South Haven at Tupelo. South Haven's kind of hit a lull. Tupelo's kind of found some stride. Uh, they Tupelo had nine starters out with the flu last week. I definitely think that affected them against Olive Branch. I had them pick to beat Olive Branch. I firmly believe they would have. 
you lose nine starters yeah. in 6A, it don't matter how good you are. That's 40% of your starters <laughs> on both sides of the ball. <laughs> Literally, right? almost yeah. half. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think they get right back on track this week. I, I, th- I see a couple touchdown win over South Haven. Possibly so, but I'll throw this out there. Um, South Haven's a tough team. They're, 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 uh, they're maybe it's a questionable quarterback. And their numbers from top to bottom are not as great through their twenty-two or maybe their their top two, you know, squad. But at the top, but they have three major college D one two football SEC players. and one Notre Dame. Yeah, they they have they have one kid going to Notre Dame. They have an, another kid that's already a senior committed to Ole Miss, and they have a junior who has SEC. He's a wide receiver, big, big playmaker. Yeah, yeah, he's got offers from everybody in the SEC. Just about. So I mean, if they can just ever figure out something, and G- Coach Tupelo can't just show up and win this game. Yeah, and Eddie Stevenson, he does a good job up there. He just kind of knows he's a little bit behind the eight ball right now. And Jamie Armstrong, he's on staff. Planners will stand up. Let's go. So I mean, it's going to be. It's not a game you can uh, you can sleepwalk through. It's that time of year. Yeah. Going to be a good one for, for at least a couple quarters. It anyway. will, yeah. Uh, and another one that's probably going to decide who goes home, who goes to the playoffs, Hatley at Aberdeen. Both teams coming off wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I like Hatley. I, I like mean, Hatley. They got the best Nick player, Washington, right? they got a good offense. Aberdeen's really, really kind of lost a lot of players. Give Coach Williams some time. He's He's been at West Point. He knows how to run a good program. He's been around a good program. Somebody told me the other day I think they're down to 26 players, which is so uncharacteristic for 3A. Give him some time. Usually in a situation like Coach Williams has got going on, it starts with your freshman class. They, it, they when, need to buy in. When, when, when they buy in, you, you play some freshman games, you, you play them in some varsity games. I bet, I dare say right now, I don't know I don't know the situation, but either he hasn't moved his freshman up to the varsity team or I bet he has more freshmen and sophomores in that 26 than anything. Then he does I mean, upperclassmen. Yeah, yeah, because they're, they're sticking around. From what I understand, there have been a lot of kids that have been run off because they don't want to do it his way. But Good. you find the ones that do want to do it his way, watch out for Aberdeen in a yeah, couple years. This year, going to take their lumps. Next year, going to take their lumps. Three years from now, four years from now, Aberdeen will be like they were a few years ago. And if Hatley wins this game, need I remind you, this is not a team you want to see in the playoff because they have a funky single wing offense mm-hmm. too. And they got one with a guy mm-hmm. that can do it, mm-hmm. really do it, and make the reads. And Nick Washington. Well, you know, I got another question here, uh, and this is this would be something I would love for somebody to tweet at us. How long has it been since Hatley beat Aberdeen in a meaningful football game? You know, they I think they played close last year, but mm-hmm. Aberdeen they they beat them last year. They for did the first beat them. Time okay. in that's what it was. It was last yeah. year. I knew I knew uh, it had been because it, same. I think I don't want to say that's what got the previous coach fired. I think he kind of left on his own. Saw the writing on the wall. Right. Athletes are kind of drying up. Yeah, but so it was uh, last year they stopped last the streak. It was it was a, it was a shootout. I knew it was something though. crazy. I think it was forty five, forty four, something like that. Yeah, Nick Washington had a big night. I yeah. expect him to have another one. Uh, but two more games real quick. We got uh, in a game that we wish mattered. Uh, really, really unfortunate. The MHSAA did not rule in Morville's favor, so they will not be a playoff participant. I really hope for Coach Jimmy Young's sake those kids can stay behind the team because they're building something pretty good over there. You only get to play high school football once. Absolutely. And they've got – and, they, again, we talk about it every week. They've got a kid that can play on a different level than everybody else. So do not be surprised if Morville ruins Caledonia's night. And they got a good quarterback. Most certainly can. But anyway, uh, I, I like Caledonia coming off a game against Shannon. I do. Me and, too. You know, I, I like Caledonia to possibly pull that one off. Yeah. But I like the way you said it, pull that one off. I don't think this yeah. is going to be a four or five touchdown game. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, as, 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 as watching college football, you know, throughout all these years, you see the team that got the bowl ban, they lose this game. You know what I mean? Yeah, There's no, they're, they're, they don't have as much to play for. Now, Morwell has pride and community pride to play for. I get that. But it's just a little bit tougher. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, the, the other team has, they just, Caledonia knows that if they win this and they beat South, they're in. Yeah, that's so. right. Absolutely. Uh, and then our last uh, last game of one of our tens we're highlighting, Smithville at West Lowndes. Is West Lowndes for real? I mean, we're about to find out. We're about out to find out. Night. Yeah. Absolutely. Or Friday night. They I, think it's gonna, I think it's going to be a good game. 
it's going to be a much better game than people think. Mm-hmm. I th- I know he won't do it because Michael Campbell has got them coached so well at Smithville. We've seen them play this year. Uh, earlier this year, they've got really good athletes. They run a finesse offense that most people don't do in 1A. Props to him and his coaching staff. Him and TCPS being able to probably the only ones, right? Yeah, really, they really are, and they're in the same division. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this a little bit before. The TCPS-Smithville game is probably going to decide the three and four. Yeah. Those are not two teams you want to play. If Man. you're Baldwin or Biggersville. They could very well beat a not well-coached one or two in the first round. There's from the other no side. question I mean, about for it. real. You know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. But West Lowndes, little resurgence, this is a big game for them. They, they're thinking the same thing. They want the four. They want the three. Mm-hmm. I think Nanawai and Knoxapater have kind of solidified themselves as the one, two. Going to be interesting to see how this one plays out. Yeah, and West Lowndes played a close one with Noxipater, right? Very, very close. Was it close? Yeah, I mean, Absolutely. you know, uh, any, any night in this division. Uh, and, it, it, and especially in 1A, you lose a quarterback. On a team that's competitive, TCPS, Noxipater, um, Nanawaya, you lose your guy, you could go from winning your division to not making the playoffs. This the, the fifth place team in this division could probably be the two or three in a lot of other one A's. And maybe even win a couple. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's our highlighted games of the week. There's so many good ones, man. I wish we could get to them all. I really wish we could eat fish. Yeah. But we're going to make it up to y'all next Friday for, for sure. sure. Uh, but some other games, just running through real quick. Amory at Alcorn. Alcorn State? They got if that's the case, Amory's in trouble. But if it's Alcorn Central, uh, yeah, it's, I like it's the Alcorn Panthers. Central, but uh, no, but it, looking ahead, Amory at Boonville in a, in yeah, a week or two. Get that's, ready for that's, that one. That's the big mm-hmm. one. Uh, Ashland Coldwater. Oh man, can I be real? You can. Where's it at? Cool drink. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna be a fun game. <laughs> I've been to some games on Friday night in Coldwater, <laughs> to Dry County, but it's a really wet time. <laughs> it's a good time there. It won't be a dry football no, game. No, it will not be. Sure. Weather be darned. <laughs> uh, Boomville at Belmont, same kind of situation yeah. Amory's in. They're both looking ahead to next week. Yeah. It should be. For sure. Um, and that girls' basketball game in December. <laughs> Byers at Faulkner. Somebody's going to win Somebody's that one. Gonna win. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to win. Calhoun City at Eupora. I look for Calhoun City's on a roll. They are, and that's a traditional rivalry, it though. Is. It'll be it'll Eupora's be a, cl- a little down. It'll be it'll be a closer game than probably the score should be, but I like Calhoun City to roll. They're they're peaking at the right time. <laughs> um, you've got Desoto Central at Oxford. I like what Oxford's doing right now. Man, I don't know if there's a third digit on that scoreboard, but look out, dust it off. <laughs> they look like the class of of one six A right now. They, they do. really do. They do. Um, Hamilton at TCPS. I look for Coach Holiday's kids to get back on track. They're probably going to look ahead a little bit to Smithville. So it, you know. So. Big prediction here. You ready for this? I am so ready. Kai Holiday, five hundred yards total offense that game. Hadn't that been every week? <laughs> Just about. I think he's no. been a little short of the five, but I think he's going. I think it's always been like four something combined. Oh yeah. I think he's in the fives this week. And Sean, I don't know that Sean's doing this because here's the thing. You can't take him out of the game. No. Because you take him out of the game, you stall your offense. And you he mess your is rhythm the up. offense. Yeah. And it's not that they don't have secondary players. Well, he's the catalyst of the offense. He is the straw mm-hmm. that stirs mm-hmm. the drink. I mean, it's not like they're trying to run the score up and pad his stats. It's just what they do. Yeah. I mean, Florida did it a long time ago, and Spurrier was like, man, I'm not doing this on purpose. We just yeah. try to score every play. Yeah. If I take Danny <laughs> Werfel out, we get beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, another prediction for that game, it's going to be another week without a call from Dallas Flippo. A hundred percent. Holly Springs at Cenotopia. Man, what Brooks Oakley, Oakley's doing up there. They're in the driver's seat right now. They are. They can't look ahead. That's another really tough division. There's going to be some big ones down the road for that one. I like Cenotopia right uh, there. Toby Town rolls. Uh, Jay-Z George at East Webster. I like East Webster to bounce back this week after a loss to Calhoun City last week. H to the Izzo. V to the Izzo. I'm going Jay-Z in that one. Okay. <laughs> Marshall Academy, Mag Heights. 
traditionally that's good, a good Academy game. ball game. I, we, and that we always joke about, we're not talking enough about We're really not talking about enough of this one. No. Uh, they are a longtime rival because in the most northern part of the state, in the MAIS form of the MPSA, now that SBC is North Point and then yep. not in the same uh, organization anymore yeah. than Tennessee, these are the two big dogs. Yeah. I mean, everything south of them is the Delta. You know what I mean? Then Jackson. Uh I like Magnolia to win a close game, but Marshall's got a stud athlete. Yes, they do. And, uh, man, Magnolia's good. Uh, it's going to be a good game. Shout really out to my is. buddy Russ Sneed, former quarterback at Mag Heights. He uh, got recognized at halftime last Friday night. Really? That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, Nanawaya at Bruce. Nanawaya's going to roll. Yeah. Jamal Jackson's not walking through Don't that Don't bring door. me down. <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> Nettleton at Kosuth. Big Playoff game. Playoff seeding. Big game. Huge. Is this for the three seed probably? Maybe. More than likely. More than likely. Yeah, because okay. the Boonville Amory loser right. will have the two. Yeah. So, yeah, this is going to be a big game because this is going to decide that you're not playing somebody's division winner. You're going to be playing there too. So, if you match up the right division, you may get yourself a road win in the playoffs. Best player on the field might be your boy. What's his Davis name? Oswald. Yeah, he might be the best player on the field this Friday night. He is a dog. It's, yeah. Kasu's going to come ready to play. He's a Kasu's type of football player. He really is. You know, he's playing for Nettleton. Yeah, if you put him in the other uniform, he'd fit right in for sure. But I, I like I like, I like like Nettleton and Squeaker there. I do too. Yeah. I do too. Really good game right there. New Hope, Sautilla. Probably not any play, playoff implications in this one. Uh, pride game. This is, yeah. this, is, this is one of those games that's going to decide which team is going in the right direction. I really like Sautilla here. Yeah, me too. Um Center Hill at Lafayette. I like Lafayette to get back yeah. on track. Yes. Um, Hebron Christian at DeSoto somebody. DeSoto, Arkansas. DeSoto, Arkansas. That's it. Yeah, it's going to be Hebron Christian all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hebron wins. <laughs> Myrtle at Thrasher. It's going to be a Thrasher. A.I. Nugent mm-hmm. may run for 375 yards. Yeah, for sure. He, he will be the – if they do, they still do a player of the week, Dalton, Brad, get A.I. Nugent. Go ahead and just call him because he's going to throw up some numbers tomorrow night. I'm taking him on my high school fantasy team. Same here. For sure. My, my team captain, <laughs> one and a half times points. <laughs> Oak Hill Academy at Carroll Academy. I like Oak Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Raiders uh, there. Potts Camp at Mantachi. Sneaky good Sneaky. game. Sneaky. I, I like Potts Camp in a close one. I do too. I, like I think a big offensive game this, for this one, for yeah. sure. Um, That's at Mantachi? It's at Mantachi. They'll show up. They will. This, this could be a playoff seed. They will. could be a four seed mm-hmm. on the line. Uh, Startwell at Greenville. I like Starkville by a million. I like Starkville. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, I, was say, I was thinking Greenwood, but no, Starkville by a ton. For now, sure. If it was Starkville Greenwood, we'd be maybe having a different conversation. Yeah. Well, and then I know that conversation would diverge to Delta Streets anyway. If we're talking no doubt. <laughs> uh, Starkville Academy, Bio Academy. I like Starkville, Starkville Academy. Yeah. Um, you're gonna love this game. Two completely – I'll say the last one because this is the next last one. West Point at Lake Cormorant. West Point's going to win 42 to nothing. Oh, yeah. Or maybe 59 to nothing. They wear the same color uniforms. Yeah. Like, it's good. Gator It's going to be like the dead, It's going to be like the varsity team playing the JV team. And maybe second half it really will be. Yeah, man, but you know, they're playing at Lake Cormorant. Yeah. Man, they're real close to Nicole. Y'all swing down there and have yeah. a good night. Yeah, got some good food down there. That's a cool way. little school. It is. Yeah, over, over in Walls. Yeah. 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 But, no, this game right here going to love this. You talk about two communities that could not be any different. And in a game that probably, for sure, will not matter Hold at on. all. Hold on. Can I, I – mean, let me go ahead. Before you give me the game, I'm going to guess it because I'm not looking at the schedule. What classification is this? One. It's and o- they're in the death division. It's Oklahoma and who? Vardaman. <laughs> I knew it was Oklahoma and somebody. Now, props thought, to Vardaman. They've got a young I, head coach. 
He has been coaching, I think, two years. Yeah. I think he has 19 players on the roster. Give him some time. He's a Vardaman guy. I think it's Pew. Coach Pew, I yeah. think is his name. Brennan Pew. Yeah. Uh, but I think too much Oklahoma in this one. They're gonna, they're yeah. getting ready for basketball season. I, I know that that Coach Harvey does a fantastic job. Lost too much last year in Stanfield and all those athletes. Oklahoma will be back before we know it, and so will Vardaman. Yeah, too De- tradition rich. Jaquarius Stanfield is one of the kind of guys when he leaves your school, every sports team struggles. Even the ones he doesn't play. Yeah, even for. the ones he doesn't play for. <laughs> uh, yeah, Oklahoma's Oklahoma will probably pull this one off. Yeah. Uh, but man, when <laughs> you were talking about two polar different opposites, I was trying to figure out if West Union had a football team. <laughs> No, but it's a good slate of games this week, man. It really is, man. It's a good slate of games. So, uh, before we wrap it up real quick, uh, you, you going to think you're going to make it to Chili Fest? I'm going to do my every bit best. That's why we can't make it to Fish House Friday. I'm, yeah, bre- yeah. I'm DJing Chili Friday. Fest this week. Uh, it's a big thing downtown Tupelo. Y'all make sure y'all come to it before you go to your football games. Uh, chili Cook-Off down there off Spring Street, I think, or something like yeah. that. So Blocking yeah. off Spring Street. Blocking it off. And then uh, McKinley, he's going to come. Uh, we're going to come out there. And if he can make it, uh, instead of having Fish House Friday, we're going to have Chili Fest Friday. Folks, please put brown sugar in your chili. Yeah, and if you make a white chicken chili, it ain't I'm chili. I'm for that. Too. It ain't chili, though. It's delicious, but it ain't chili. I don't care. <laughs> if it's free. Oh, well, they're all free. It wins to me. They're all free. But anyway, that, that that's our slate of the games this weekend. Guys, make sure you go out and watch your high school football teams. The season is winding down. Like McKinley said, uh, it'll be over before you know it. Some of yeah. your teams aren't going to be in the playoffs after this week. Seniors? So, yeah. They've only, parents, they've only got a couple games left. Enjoy this. And for the players who do listen to the podcast, man, soak it up. Remember the bus rides. Remember the things your coaches say. I remember the lights. Re- <laughs> remember remember, remember the things your, you and your teammates joked about. You know I mean? Those, those will be the things you remember long after the wins and losses. Absolutely. Sure. Well said. But, folks, thanks for listening. Uh, we're going to link this on Twitter, and we're going to get up ASAP because I know we got the games coming up. Uh, and you can find it on the Happening Pod at the Happening Pod on Twitter and at Happening Pod on Instagram. Link will be in the bio. Uh, check it out. We'll talk some yeah. scores Friday night on the scoreboard show. We'll slide it through the Miss 98 uh, uh, accounts as gonna well. Going to take several calls on Friday night since most of the games will be decided on Thursday. So if you want to, please call us in. We'll absolutely love it. Thank you for listening. We'll check you next week.